Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book, not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's 1-866-348-7884. What does being a Christian have to do with buying a car? You're about to find out. Here's your host, Robbie Dillmore. As gas prices retreated a little bit at the end of the year, guess what? SUV sales, they soared. <laughs> there are so many SUV sales now. They've created five segments just to count them. Small, medium, large, luxury, and crossover. With almost 4 million sales last year, why do you think SUVs or sport utilities sell like they do? You may remember my father was a Jeep dealer in Albuquerque, New Mexico when I was starting to drive. So I tell you why I think SUVs sell, and that's because the human race craves adventure. Yes, there's a lot of other reasons, but at the heart of it, I think we all crave adventure. So on today, we're going to go off-road, so to speak. I know you, <laughs> I know you have that off-road adventure, and we'd love to hear yours. And, of course, if you've got some off-roading tips, we'd like you to share those as well. You can call in at 866-348-7884. You might just save someone's weekend or even their life with that. Or, you know, we, of course, we want to hear your off-road adventure. You know that time you took your dad's truck? <laughs> you slipped. That's a true story. When I was... Uh, about 15 years old, my buddy just got his driver's license, and we went up to the Hamas Wilderness, which is in New Mexico, and his father's four-wheel drive. And they had a fishing road up there that you would take that was you know, something I'd taken many times with my father. I didn't think it was any big deal. But it was right on the edge of the mountain. <laughs> well, he didn't know how to drive very well, and it started to rain on the way home. And uh, that road got really slick. Well, we slipped, slided right off the side of the mountain, seriously. <laughs> and you know those pictures you see of a truck going off the edge of a cliff? Well, that was us. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's one of those adventures is you're going down, you know, missing the tr rocks and trees and all this and going boom, 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 boom down the hill. You're thinking for sure this is not going to be good. And, of course, a tree eventually did stop us. Uh and then we're stuck as we could be, and cell phones certainly, you know, this was in 1970, 71, somewhere in there. No such thing as a cell phone back then. And who knows if you'd had reception up there anyway. So we start, not, neither of us hurt except his father's truck. Um, so there we were <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. And along comes this Jeep after we've been walking about an hour and a half. And we were like, oh, man, if you could just... Well, they had two Doberman pincers in the back of this. <laughs> oh, all those things. But uh, we know you've got a memory like that. Something <laughs> that, you know, God brought into your life when you were young. You took that off-road adventure, and this is what happened. You call us, 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. Of course, we have a pair of bills out here to help us out this morning. we got Bill Mixon, our Christian insurance guy. Well, Bill, what you got for us? We will discuss uninsured motorist claims, collision, and comprehensive claims, particularly when it fits into which category. Have any of our listeners been involved in an uninsured motorist claim? We'd love for you to call in and share that experience with us. All right. This is those we the week for those questions about insurance, whether it's 
A rate ripoff, questionable quotes, deductible dilemma, adjuster fluster, policy predicaments. Call Bill, 866-348-7884. And, of course, it is the first Saturday of the month. It makes it Jesus Labor Love Saturday. And we have Bill Kratz here with us, our Carolina mobile auto mechanic, also our Christian mechanic that often is here. So it is also a good day if you've got that technical issue, that mechanical problem to call into the show. You call us on that. But, Bill, you've got something for us, too. Yeah, I was going to um, discuss the coolant temperature gauges and lights in the cars and how critical that is on your car. There you go. So we're going to get a few tips from a pair of bills. And, of course, we got the, the high adventure. But also in the next segment, we're going to get an update from our Jesus Labor Love Volunteer, Vic Hill, out of Fuquay, Verena, North Carolina. So we're going to be hearing from him and then on our appraisal by the real black book, that's coming up at the end of the show. That's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding. Many of you know I've been studying the Song of Solomon for several months, as we've gone there a few times on this show. And like so many books that touch your heart, you know, you, you hate for it to end. But the ending still holds something very precious. And believe me, that's the case in the end of Solomon's love story. What were the last words the lover spoke, the lovers spoke to each other? And what do those words mean to us? And that's coming up at the end of the show in our appraisal by the Real Black Book. Hi, I'm Robbie Dilmore, the Christian car guy, 35 years in retail automobile business, but more importantly, your brother in Christ. The Christian car guy show is changing the way people look at their cars. They need to be paid for, no debt. You know, I've watched people for 35 years going to crazy amounts of car debt. It's a real heartbreaker, so we're going to try to help you in this show to stay out of that. Cars need tender, loving care, and they need a name like Old Red. That was on one of my 101 New Year's resolutions last year is have you named your car. <laughs> but anyway, you think about old tractors. They've been out in the elements since the 40s. Not only are they still running, but I bet if you ask that farmer, he's got a name for old Betsy, I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cars need to be safe and driven safely. Wear your seatbelt, especially if you're going off-road. It will help you stay in the car when you get on that incline. I, I've got a little story about that one time, too. <laughs> Seriously, I got, I was on a Jeep. It was in, you know, again, my father was a Jeep dealer in New Mexico, and I was on this really steep hill. And New Mexico, as you may know, is covered in cactuses, specifically prickly pear cactuses. <laughs> now, not having, at this time, I was not the Christian car guy, so I was not wearing my seatbelt. And I opened the door to inspect the cactuses that were right. And guess what? I was on such an angle. I slipped right out of the seat. You know what first, right on the cactus. <laughs> I don't know how many of you have ever picked prickly pear prickers out of yourself. But those have some, I'm just saying, wear your seatbelt. Don't speed. If you're truly following Jesus, he's, he's in the car ahead of you, right? You're not going to be going by him. You it's estimated Americans waste 96 million gallons of gas a week on speeding. And, of course, this is a live show. We'd love to hear your question about insurance, your question of mechanical. Of course, we'd love to hear your off-road adventure experience today. <laughs> 866-348-7884-866-34-TRUTH for the uh, digitally gifted folks that you know, that can do that kind of thing. We also want to mention all this information is at our website, christiancarguy.com, including all the stuff on the Jesus' Labor Love, all the outlets, how you can get signed up. 
single moms and widows free labor throughout the month now, not just on the first Saturday, but we kind of highlighted on the first Saturday. But it's free labor for single moms and widows that have a real need. We need to say that because it's not just for any single mom or any, but when we check their references or whatever, we're looking for somebody who really would have no other way to get this done. And then we use our resources and we've got outlets, 28 of them across the country. And sometimes we find special outlets and we're going to talk about a little bit about that today on the Labor Love Saturday. But of course, that's at ChristianCarGuy.com. And if you go there today, guess what? There's all sorts of articles there on four-wheel driving. You know, some off-road tips, all sorts of neat stuff on how you might could take your four before that SUV that you bought now that they're so popular on an adventure. And one of the things I push there at the website is the Jeep Jamboree itself. If you own a Jeep, oh, yeah. then you can go on a Jeep Jamboree, which is an organized way to go with a bunch of people who are experts in four-wheel drive. So if you've never done it before, they have a novice, I mean, a novice class where you can go out, you know, where they have trainers. They're going to show you how to go over a rock, show you how to, you know, go through the river and through the woods and all that stuff. And, and it's a really neat adventure. On the novice trip, which I've done a few times at the Jeep Jamboree, uh, I've, I've done some of the other ones, but on the novice one, believe it or not, one day I, I, I clocked it. We went all day long, eight hours. We did not go 14 miles because we were in four-wheel low the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, you're just barely crawling. So, But what an adventure. Oh, yeah. Over rocks, through the woods, and again, all those resources, all that information is at christiancarguy.com. So you can find out all about it there. Again, we would love to hear your high country adventure. 866-34-TRUTH, 866-348-7884. Now, Bill, you've done a fair amount of off-roading yourself. Yes. Um, in my younger days, I had a, a nice Toyota pickup that was lifted with a winch and big tires and all that. And I, you know, I've, one lesson I did learn is if you're going to go four-wheeling, make sure you have a number of a local tow company that will come out to where you're at and get you <laughs> or, and save you. Or one of my tips at the, at the website is always go with another four-wheeler if you can. Right. Because there's nothing like a good tow strap. Right. And that's the other part. Make sure you have the right <laughs> equipment with you when you go. Because I always used to go with a friend. He had a CJ5 and I had my Toyota. And, you know, you get out there and one of you get bogged down. It's like, you have a chain or a tow strap? Nope. Nope. Oh, now somebody's got to go run. It's a high country adventure series on the <laughs> Christian Car Guys show. Plus, we got our mobile mechanic and our insurance. So you call us with your questions. 866 866- Three four eight seven eight eight four. High Country Adventure today on the Christian Car Guy Show. When have you taken your SUV, since there's millions of them out there, when have you taken it, really taken it, off-road? Tell us about your adventure. Maybe you saw some amazing sight. We would love to hear from you. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. Now, Bill... There was a not just that time, but there was another time you went hunting a Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, I was living with two guys in my younger single days and um, working for an airline, and we decided they didn't want to pay for a Christmas tree, so they wanted to go hunt for a Christmas tree. And we went out in one of the guys' trucks. It was a big Ford pickup truck with 
44 inch tires on it and they decided there's a tree they pulled off the road and we were on a gravel road but next to the road was marsh and he pulled off the road and the whole trunk truck sunk down in the marsh so that was a long adventure that evening trying to get that <laughs> truck out of that marsh all the way down to the bumper in the mud all the way to the bumper that was an expensive Christmas tree. Did you get the yes. tree? That's the question. Is why no tree. <laughs> the bumper stood with the lift kit and all that. The bumper was probably about four feet off the ground, and it sunk all the way down to the bumper. I mean, that marsh mud just sucked the axles and tires in and all that. And I don't know if you've ever dug in marsh mud. It's not nice. It's yeah. not nice at all. And, and away you go. Again, the, it always helps to have another vehicle with you. Yes. It yes. helps to have... Now we're talking about a serious toe strap. You don't want some little thing looks like a seatbelt. Right. And you, this was this was back in the time of no cell phones also. Right, sure. So we had to try and get a tow truck out there, and then the first tow truck wasn't big enough to pull it out. So All it right. was an adventure. Well, it is Jesus Labor Love Week. And uh for those of you first time listeners, what that is is it's a program that that we work with helping single moms and widows on the first Saturday of every month is how it started. And then we ended up doing it all through the, the month because folks like Bill here, uh, some of them didn't want to work on Saturdays, and the ladies needed the help all through the month, so we now arrange it all the way through the month. But it's free labor for single moms and widows that, or other people that really have a need. If you look on the website, there's other qualifications. You know a family that's really been through a hard time. We had we had a family that lost a child and all their money through cancer and and the Lord provided a battery for these folks so they could get out of their driveway. But we have those kind of things all the time. And and if you go to christiancarguy.com, you'll see a great big banner that says Jesus Labor Love. And if you click on that banner, it will take you to a place to where you can fill out a form. And uh, you can tell us what your need is, or if you've got a friend or somebody, um, you fill out some information. And then that goes to our volunteer, Vic Hill who is on the phone with us now out of Fuquay Varina. And, Vic, you, we've had, what, five or six of them just this week? We sure have, and uh, getting great reports back. We've got a great bunch of guys that volunteer their time. And, uh, you know, I, I hear from them all the time on how tough it was sometimes on getting the job done. And I hear the thank yous coming back from the, the ladies that we work with, working with. Uh, a widow right now getting her uh, car fixed. She's 68, and she has limited income, uh, being on Social Security. And uh, I know how that feels because that's where I'm sitting. I'm about about the same age. So uh, it, it's really great to be able to offer a, a service like this to them. And, I, I, you know, it's what's really cool for me, Vic, and I know it is for you too, is a lot of times when I look at these things, they look totally impossible. There's no way that we're going to be able to help this lady. There's no way we're going to be able to help this one. And the one in Utah last week, the lady that needed $1,200 worth of transmission repair, I mean, it seemed like that. There's no way. And and then uh, what happened was, and, and Vic, you might turn down your radio in the background. We can hear it. But anyway, that's okay. What happened was Brian Westwood with uh, a West Desert Auto out there actually contacted the transmission shop who doesn't want to be listed on the air, who they just fixed this lady's car. And and they don't necessarily want to be part of the program or whatever, but the Lord just provided, and, and he's doing that. You know, it's a, it's a more than amazing thing to me, but we need more outlets, don't we, Vic? And we need 
we we need sure people to uh we have situations like Bill, you've got one right now where you've got an engine that was donated to you. Right. Right. We um it came in the lady didn't have any heat coming out of her heater core. And um, we started doing the troubleshooting and found out that she had blown head gaskets on the engine. It's it's a nice impala, but it had over two hundred thousand miles on the engine. There's no sense of putting head gaskets on an engine with that many miles on it. So we actually contacted some of our sources, and 109, you pull it, donated an, an entire engine. Uh, for that's the car. our Christian junkyard guy, Bob. He donated the engine, but you still right. need $800 worth of other parts right. so to we're get her on the on road. That source. Um, we're going to do the labor, of course, but we need to you know, find some help with the parts because she needs a radiator. It's full. The heater core's bad, hoses, belt tensioners. We want to make it so when we return this car to this lady that everything works the way it should and that she's not going to have problems down the road. So, Right. And again, if you're in a position to help anybody, if, if you've got the uh, a repair shop or something like that, we would really, really appreciate you going to the Labor Love page. There's a place for you to, to fill out another kind of form if, if you want to be, uh, you know, one of the people that work on these ladies' cars or maybe you want to give a one-time gift or something. You just let us know um, through the email that's email an expert there, Christian Car Guy. We will find a way to plug you in, won't we, won't we, Vic? We sure will. Well, Vic, have you got any others that we could be praying about that are particularly tough right now? Uh, always, uh, there's always needs, and and I had one here in Pequay that that I could not help, and and it was a, just a pickup truck that needed fuel pumps. And uh, with three tanks, evidently Ford has a fuel pump for each tank. And so we said, well, let's just get one of them fixed. And I called around trying to uh, hook some guys up, but not knowing backgrounds on some of the mechanics, probably as well as someone that would go to church with one of these fellows that has a mechanic. I'm kind of doing a pitch here to find out where we can find more mechanics that can donate a little bit of time. And I couldn't help this lady, but some help came for her from a different source. So, you know, after praying about it, and and she did the same thing. We uh, we got it got it going, but not through our program. But I would have loved to have had some more help. We need uh, people in Raleigh, uh, in Pequay, and it used to be that situation in Richmond, and now we've got uh, ample help in Richmond, Virginia. So you never know. Yeah, you don't, and we've we've even got one down in in the area around uh, Columbia, South Carolina. We've got one down around Savannah, Georgia, that we need help with. So anybody like that that you could email us, that would be really terrific. Now I want to take a a couple minutes and list the people that we do have that are that are participating in this, which are so awesome. In Advance, North Carolina, we have Cox Automotive. In Anki, Iowa, we have Anki Transmissions, and. Also in Johnson, Iowa, we have Minor Wreck Express. In Albuquerque, New Mexico, we have Southern Boulevard Automotive Repair. In Charlotte, we have DNL's Automotive, which they've done an awesome. All these guys have done an awesome job for us. But DNL's kind of been down there in Charlotte by himself. William Tickle is in Burlington, North Carolina. Chester Body Shop in Chester, Virginia. GT Imports in Clemens, North Carolina. All Tune and Lube has been awesome for us there in Richmond, Virginia. Roy Hendricks Automotive in Richmond, Virginia. Modern Toyota in Winston-Salem. Carolina Mobile Auto Service. Bill's Auto Clinic here in Winston-Salem. Algria's Mechanics Service. And many more that we will list shortly. we got a lot more Christian Car Guy Show coming. Hi, 
country adventure today on the Christian Car Guy radio show. What was your high country adventure that time you took your dad's truck? <laughs> Whatever happened. Maybe it was a great thing and you got to see the Grand Tetons. We'd love to hear from you. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. Again, we've got our Christian insurance guy with us here and our Christian mobile mechanics. If you have any questions along those lines, please. we got lines open. We would love to hear from you, certainly. But moving on to some of these tips, you know, what what are some tips that, that, that the, the old standby that, you know, we go by in the off-roading world would be to drive as slow as possible. And you can kind of write this one down. Drive as slow as possible, but as fast as necessary. <laughs> That's kind of like righty tighty, lefty loosey there, Bill. There I mean, it, that really says it all when it comes to really off roading. You you want to drive as slow as possible. That's why four low exists. That's, That's right. what you don't want to go fast. There's nothing about that. You don't want to. You know, obviously, you can enjoy the scenery. Yep. But you don't want to come out up on something fast in any way, shape, or form. No, you don't. You can't keep control of the vehicle. You tend to break things. You hit things. You go slow enough for the conditions. Low case creeper gear. There you go. And if the tires start to slip, that's when things go awry. And and so, if you're going really slow, then the, the, guess what? The, then the tires aren't losing traction, and you don't that's start right. digging yourself into that hole that, that you can't find yourself out. So you can write that one down. That's a great quote. Everybody in the four-wheel drive world uses it. Drive as slow as possible, but as fast as necessary. And it's not a bad idea for snow driving either. That's true. That's very true. Because, unfortunately, a lot of times here in North Carolina, I get behind people who are not aware of this. <laughs> <laughs> and and they don't drive as fast as necessary to go up that hill. And you're thinking... You're not going to make it. You're not going to make it. You didn't make it. <laughs> so maybe you've got that four-wheel drive trip or that high country adventure. We'd love to hear from you. But moving on, we've got to hear a few of these insurance tips, too, because, uh, you know, we only have this one week a month with our Christian insurance guy. Bill, what have you got for us? Well, I had a couple clients call in this week, and I had to share the same thing over and over again and thought we'd talk a little bit about collision and comprehensive. Collision is when you collide with something or something collides with you. It can be a car. It can be a person on a skateboard. It can be a shopping cart, a tree, a building. It can be a person not on a skateboard. You run into something, you've collided with them. That's collision, including animals. Now, an animal's an interesting situation. When you collide with an animal, you have the choice whether to put that under a collision claim or a comprehensive claim. In most cases, you'd much rather it go into the comprehensive column. In some states, some companies call it other than collision, which makes it a little bit easier to remember. Fire, theft, vandalism, storm damage, including flood, a tree falling on it. These are all comprehensive. If you don't know that the other person has or hasn't had insurance and they get away, that's a hit and run. A hit and run is always collision now in some cases the people don't have any insurance and in a lot of states we have something called uninsured and underinsured motorists but in almost all circumstances you've got to prove that the person that made contact with you had no insurance so if it's a hit and run that doesn't count somebody backs into you in the uh 
in the shopping center and drives away. That's a collision claim. Now, a few things I'd recommend you remember is that if you run into an animal, it's up to you to prove that it was an animal that you collided with. So don't wash all the animal off the side of that car. If that animal attacks you and that deer leaves deer imprints in the side of your vehicle, don't hose it off. Make sure the deer stays attached to some degree when you go have it checked. There's always plenty of deer hair. Deers have a lot of hair, and they Unless love to leave their make, hair in the paint. You you go and you go hose it off down at the uh, yeah. Don't the do local. that. Don't don't clean it off, or you'll make a bad situation worse. Uh, right before Christmas, my daughter backed one of my cars into another one of my cars, creating two separate collision claims. <laughs> so you can't be liable to yourself. So when you run into yourself. You can't call it one claim. It's two claims and two deductibles. Luckily, I had purchased collision on both cars, and providentially, I had chosen to purchase Nationwide's insurance accident forgiveness. So the price on my automobile insurance didn't go up when this happened, which made for a much more wonderful Christmas than it could have been otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> The old double, the old double whammy. Well, we've got a caller on the phone. My mom, uh, she may have a high country adventure for us. We want to hear yours at 866-348-7884. Happy New Year again, Mom. Happy New Year again. Your, your stepdad and I had a high country adventure that we weren't in an um, off-the-road vehicle. Uh-oh. <laughs> I want to hear this. We were in a 72 Oldsmobile Cutlass, and we were going from Carlsbad, New Mexico, to Ruidosa, New Mexico, which is in the mountains, and there's some serious mountains in New Mexico. And as we were going along a perfectly fine, nice New Mexico highway, your stepdad said, I know a shortcut to Ruidosa. <laughs> Uh-oh. Famous last words. I was driving. And when we pulled off onto this so-called shortcut side road, it started off as a paved road, and it seemed perfectly fine. And as I drove further, it got sort of pebbly, and then it became unpaved, and then it became more narrow and more rutted. And when I had to ford a stream, I knew we were in we didn't exactly have a car that was going to take those big rocks and those ruts too well. So I was driving about five miles an hour, and I kept saying, shouldn't we turn around? And he kept saying, oh, no, no, we'll be there in no time. We had friends waiting for us, serving us dinner because we were on a trip in Ruidoso. Anyhow, we drove this way for many miles. I would say over an hour and a half, maybe two hours. And we finally pulled up over a hill, and there sat a Mescalero Indian on his horse. <laughs> was he wearing a headdress? I just have to know. <laughs> no, he wasn't wearing a headdress, but I, since we have a Mescalero Indian grandson, I knew what they looked like. Anyhow, he was herding his sheep on a horse. And he looked at us like, where did these pale faces come? <laughs> we, we In finally, the cutlass, yeah. I was, you know. we, 
finally pulled out into a little better maintained road and out onto the highway, and there was this huge billboard facing the highway. And we turned around to read it, and it said, closed to all through traffic. <laughs> <laughs> well, was it, a, was Mom, we have to know, because, you know, was it in fact a shortcut? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> and at we, least did it come out at Rio Doso? <laughs> well, eventually, yeah, we did get to Rio Doso, but. Our friends were very worried because it had not been that long of a trip. <laughs> but it is the stuff that makes legends, Mom. You know. Oh yeah, I, I mean, know. we will we will never forget the shortcut to Rudosa. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that one's been reminded to Bob a few times along the way. <laughs> oh no, I wouldn't do so. <laughs> well, thanks, and Bob. And by the, by the way, I want your listeners to know. That your adventures in the high country were not known to your mother for many years. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. Well, is happy true. New Year to everybody there. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks, Mom. Well, she, you know, those New Mexico adventures, there's just nothing quite like them. But we do have to give you another tip, you know, since we're talking off-roading here. And, and this, is, this is a biggie, especially if you're in the mountains. Drive directly up and down hills. Okay, don't think that, wow, I'm going to take this hill at an angle and make it easier. Bad choice. (laughs) Very, very bad choice. That's one of those that can really get you hurt. Um, If you're if it's too steep to go straight up, then that's not a hill you want to climb. That's right. That's right. And we use my father's jeeping advice that he gave me years ago that I always go by. Never drive up a hill that you don't think you can back down and never go into an opening that you don't think that you could back out of. And if you don't know what's in the road up ahead of you, which many times you'll pop over the top of a hill and the angle's so steep you can't see over the hood, don't keep going. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's quite often a good idea if you know you're going to traverse something like that to get out and walk, walk ahead of time yep. and see what it is that you're fixing to go over into because it's, 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 it's not something that you want to find out the hard way. When done right, you know, it's a lot of fun. It's a real blast to know what your vehicle can handle. But when it's not done right, it can go from a lot of fun to really bad really fast. Well, and, and those who know me well know my story that I was hurt badly at a Jeep Jamboree physically by somebody who didn't put their Jeep in gear when they got out of it Uh-oh. and ended up you know, in the hospital for a long, long time in a wheelchair for a year. So you do have to do it safely, so it, right. there's no doubt. But it is, and even though that's all happened to me, I would highly, highly recommend that, that this, it's, it's amazing high country adventure. But while they're driving along, Bill, if they see their hot light coming on, this is the, cool that's what you wanted temp, to talk about. Cool temp. Yeah, that, people, I'm, I'm not sure people really understand how critical that is. The, the older engines that were all cast iron heads, cast iron blocks, they could take a hotter engine a lot longer. But these aluminum blocks, well, they're not new anymore, but they've been around for a while. Aluminum heads, aluminum blocks, they can't take hot high temperature long so if you're driving along and your coolant temp is up there in the red or you get a hot light on you need to stop the car and get it towed don't risk driving it because you can go from a two hundred dollar repair to a two thousand dollar repair just because well i think i can make it i think i can make it just to the next exit no you cannot no do not do it not with an overheated engine that's and i we talk about that all the time if it's a red light that comes on in your car the red means the car Pull it over. Turn it off. That's my, right. My That's office right. manager just this week, her alternator light came on. Mm-hmm. Her battery light, you know, she called it. I said, 
Don't even try to get home. Let me get you the truth band to take home because you will not make it. Well, guess what? She uh, she left later than everybody else, and guess what she did? She took it, and it died. And it didn't make it yep. because that light is red for a reason. That's right. That's right. It, I mean, the bottom line is you got to understand what these lights are in your car. As we always say, look in your owner's manual, but... There's certain lights come on. You need to pull over your car. They're not kidding in the manual when they say, <laughs> "Yeah, the oil stop lights the another car. one." <laughs> right, the oil lights another one. The reason I'm bringing this up, Robbie, is lately we've had a lot of people say, "Well, I've got a coolant leak. It's been running a little hot, or my heater's not putting out any heat." And we go investigating it, and come to find out they've blown a head gasket in their car. Now we're talking tearing the engine down. That's a major expense. You know, replacing the engine or doing head gaskets on a car. It's we're talking a thousand plus pretty much every time. So and had they just gotten that thermostat replaced or the water pump replaced right. or whatever that caused the, the car to overheat. That's right. It, it would have been a hundred dollar repair or two hundred dollar repair versus a eight or nine hundred dollar repair. And that's what you're talking about. That's right. So that's when you right. see that engine light come on, it's it's serious business. Well you might be wondering what in the world is Robbie talking high country adventure? Well, as often as the case we I kind of take my idea behind appraisal by the real black book and build a show around it. So in our appraisal by the Real Black Book, that's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for discernment. Many of you know I've been studying the Song of Solomon, and we're coming to the end of the book. And at the end of this particular love story is all about high country adventure, I'm telling you. <laughs> but it starts out a little bit, and, and it, it, it took me a while to to process some of this, think through it, and see how it applied to me. So we're not going to go to the high country adventure right to the beginning of it, but in these last four verses, here's what it sounds like. Solomon had a vineyard in Baal Haman. He let out his vineyard to tenants. Each was to bring for its fruit a thousand shekels of silver. But my own vineyard is mine to give. The thousand shekels of silver are for you, O Solomon, and two hundred are those for who tend its fruit. But it's kind of an interesting thing that Jesus refers to this story in the New Testament, you remember with his story about the people that lent out the vineyard mm -hmm. and then they didn't pay. Right. And then they sent messengers, remember, and they beat the messengers and then the vineyard, the vineyard owner eventually sent, sent his son and they killed his son. Um, and, and that in itself is an interesting part of this love story is Jesus is referring to this. But see, what happens is we think it's our vineyard. Mm -hmm. We think that this is mine, that's mine. But Jesus was pretty clear when he says, if you give up your life, you get it. But like those people that didn't want to give up the money for the fruit that they'd raised, it wasn't their money. That's right. It wasn't their money. But see what happens to the lover at the end of the, at the, end of the book. Listen to what she says. But my own vineyard is mine to give. The thousand shekels are for you, O Solomon. This is, she's giving, listen, I'm giving you everything. And 200 are for those who tend its fruit. Well, there's a cool thing about that Matthew Henry pointed out to me, is that's a double tithe. True. It's a double tithe. It was 1,000 shekels. A double tithe would be 200. And she's given, and who tended it fruit based on I am the vine and you're the vine dresser? But guess what? It gets even better. I'm telling you, the next two verses. I'm very excited to share those with you when we come back on our appraisal by the Real Black Book. What about this high country adventure? on the Christian Car Guy radio show. Welcome back to the Christian Car Guy radio show. 
And I love that particular song. It goes perfect with High Country Adventure. That's what we've been talking about today on the Christian Car Guys show. And in our appraisal by the Real Black Book, when we ended, we we talked about the, f- the first of the last four verses of the Song of Solomon, but we hadn't finished it yet. And, and quite often, you know, somebody's last words speak volumes in my, in my world. And these last two sentences that are spoken by the lovers are, are, are some of my actual favorite verses in the Bible. The first one is spoken by the lover, and this would be if, if, if you take Matthew Henry's vision that this was the church and Jesus, and then this would be Jesus speaking to the church. If you take the, the Christian car guy view, this is Jesus talking to me because it's a love story between me and Jesus, then that's Jesus talking to me. So what did Jesus say? This is so cool. He says, you who dwell in the garden or gardens with friends in attendance, let me hear your voice. Now, uh, there's so much there you could swim around in that thing like an elephant in a, in a lake somewhere. But you see, you're dwelling in a garden. You're in the garden. You are in Eden. We, we, we have this garden that God created for us. And we do have friends in attendance that the friends spoke throughout the Song of Solomon. But what's the one thing that Jesus wants from you? The same thing you would want from your lover. You want to hear their voice. You want to, you want to engage them. You Let me hear your voice. What does Jesus want from me? What are his last words in this book? Let me hear your voice. But here comes the high country adventure. What was the beloved's response, the beautiful lady, the Shulamite woman? What did she say? She said, come away, my lover. And be like a gazelle or a young stag on the spice-laden mountains. Well, you see, everybody, I, I've never met anybody that just didn't long for adventure. Now, people like different kind of adventures. Some people like to off-road in four-wheel drives. Other people like to sail boats. But there's some kind of adventure, and I know that you know what your wife's adventure is. And if you went, and, and tonight you said, honey, in fact, it wasn't long ago, I said, why don't we rent a sailboat? And go to the Bahamas. We'll leave out of Florida and just sail. And she was, and she, you should have seen the look in her eyes because she longs for adventure. Our heart longs for adventure. And see, this lover is saying, let's, man, be like a young stag on the spice laden mountains. You see, there's another part to that. If you think about what young stags do on spice laden mountains, they beat the heck out of each other with their horns. that's what they do because they're fighting over the babes i'm just saying okay and guess what that's what lovers do that's what you want your lover to you want jesus to fight for you you want him willing to to lock horns with the when the one who's got those other set of horns you know what i'm saying i mean that's what you want you want that adventure you want jesus to lock horns you want you want what it is that he has to offer you see and, and I think there's so much of the Christian life that can be found in this adventure. And it speaks to our heart that the Christian life, and I think that's something that would be really appealing to people that are outside the church that do not realize what an adventure it is to walk with Jesus. I would never be on the radio right now, folks. I'm telling you, no way in a million years would I have come on this adventure had I not spent some time on the spice-laden mountains with the lover, I'm saying this is what this is what it's about. Of course, if you're out in an SUV, you're thinking, man, maybe I ought to take that road. Don't you think, Bill? Oh yeah, oh yeah. 
I went for 26 years in aviation to my own repair shop. What an adventure. Right. And, and our Christian insurance guy, you've got some adventure in you. I know for you, in your case, you go scuba diving down there and all that kind of thing. I love to watch those sharks. You like to watch the sharks. And, and so it, it, undoubtedly you get the picture. I do. I raise teenagers. That, that, <laughs> all the adventure most of us need. <laughs> well, again, we want to mention a few of these, you know, Labor Love, because it's Labor Love Saturday. I want to get a few more mentioned um, before we close. Telly's Foreign Auto Repair in Durham, North Carolina. Again, in Colonial Heights, North Car- in Virginia, is all tune and lube. West Desert Auto Repair. Ryan, one of my favorite guys out there in Utah. Uh, Randall's Tire Pros in Greensboro, North Carolina. The Well Car Ministry in Greensboro, North Carolina. Certified Automotive in Greenville, South Carolina. The Meineke Car Care Center in Layton, Utah. Great folks out there. Chips Auto Service in Louisville, Kentucky. Again, we really appreciate all these guys. We appreciate our pair of bills being on the show today. Thank you, guys. You betcha. We really appreciate the radio stations that carry this show and all the Labor of Love folks that are out there. Vic Hill, our, our uh, volunteer, my producer, Beth Ann, and the wonderful music choices that she does. Remember, go to ChristianCarGuy.com. Find out all about the Labor of Love. Slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years. And then how about some high adventure this week with Jesus? You're listening to The Truth Network and TruthNetwork.com.